You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. The most gifted physical specimen I've ever seen. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That's Hey Jude. I'm playing that song. Rebecca's playing that song because it's from 1968. And today's topic was about encouragement to go beyond your wildest dreams. We looked at people who did that in 1968. My guest Keith Erickson did that. And I cannot wait till the podcast. It may come up a little bit later because of the new cam show. Rebecca will wait a little bit, maybe till noon before putting it up on podcast. But we also heard from you, Masakela, the man who had a number one hit called Grazing in the Grass because he was encouraged to do more with his life by the great Harry Belafonte. And Dick Fosbury, who changed the world in track and field in 1968, recognizing his deficiencies as a high jumper with the traditional way to jump over the bar. And he used his engineering brilliance and decided to jump backwards and upside down over the bar because he figured out his center of gravity would still remain under the bar. Hey Jude is a song that Paul McCartney wrote when John Lennon got divorced. Okay, you write a song because your friend got divorced, but you know why he wrote Hey Jude? Because John Lennon's son, Julian, was now lost in the divorce. His mom and dad had broken up. And he wrote that song to encourage him. Listen to the words of Hey Jude. Let's hear the the song again, Rebecca. It's a song of encouragement to Julian Lennon. Take a sad song and make it better. That's what he's telling him to do. But that's what happens when you have a kind heart. And you're not thinking about yourself, but you're thinking about someone else. And that's where encouragement comes from. What a beautiful story Keith Erickson told of a sixth grade teacher telling him, you can do it. I believe in you. It's such a, my mother used to say, the words don't cost you anything. How great would it be? It's not costing you anything out of your wallet. To see a total stranger, know their name. When I did surgery this whole week, and I was busy, before every case ends, I go around the room. I don't just say, thank you, everybody. I say thank you by name to the cleaning lady, because I can't do the surgery unless the room is clean, to the x-ray tech. And they're always looking at me shocked, even though they got their mask on, they got a hat on, they're sterile. All you can see is the whites of someone's eyes when you're in the operating room. But I love the look in that person's eyes, who's the x-ray tech, who's the cleaning lady. In addition to the circulating nurse, the scrub nurse, my physician assistant, the anesthesiologist, there's all kinds of people in the operating room. But for me to say thank you, and then I say their name out loud so everyone else hears it, and I'll do six surgeries in a single day. I do it six times in a day because I hear my mother's voice in my head saying, Robbie, 
the words are free. They don't cost you anything. If they don't cost you anything, not that that would make a difference, but it does, then use them. Say something nice. Say thank you. If you do that, you'll make the world a better place.